I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies. And we'll have some fun along the way. Hi, my name is Danny Merlino. I am the VP of Strategic Development with Grow Your Occupancy. And usually I just do chats by myself or chats with Julie. And today I wanted to bring on one of our senior sales specialists with Grow Your Occupancy. So today I have Dawn Holtz with me. Hey, Dawn. Hi, Danny. Thank you for having me today. I appreciate it. Yes. How are you? Doing great. Pretty, uh, the weather's cooling off here in Tennessee a little, so it's very nice. <laughs> Good. Finally, right? Yes. So you were just um, telling me the other day that you're getting ready. Typically, you do your assignments virtually, but you're getting ready to do an on-site assignment, which of course will be the inquiries and the discovery process, but that you're really excited that you actually get to conduct the tours that you're scheduling. Yeah, so I think the biggest point that I, I guess that we need to make to everyone out there that's in senior living is is honing in on that tour process and making sure that we are following, you know, procedures and, and discovery and getting to really, you know, down deep into knowing what we're looking for with our prospects and leads and what they want out of a community. So I think so many times when we are doing these, we just kind of, everything tends to be the same. You know, our tour schedule, our tour path, everything looks the same. And, you know, that's not what it should be. We should be personalizing these tours to our prospects and leads. And as you know, working in this field for how long, every person has something different they're looking for. Some of the biggest things, you know, that we know that they focus on are gonna be your activities program and your dietary department and what the menus look like. But it's all important. You know, your directors need to play a huge role in this. And I think, as you know, if you have that diverse team, you wanna personify what that is, bring out their personalities, bring out what they do different and what makes them unique, because that is, you know, where we see some of the challenges in these communities where they're not involved. You know, our directors are not involved in the tour process. Our executive directors don't bother even coming in to possibly talk, say hello, um, and introduce themselves. But it is really important to involve everybody in this. It should be a team process. So I was working with a, um, community a few weeks ago and they were telling me that their tours were taking four hours and my first thought is me maybe as like an average person I don't have like the mental capacity to do anything for four hours right right <laughs> and I was like why is it taking four hours like yes your community is is on the larger side but why is it taking four hours and come to find out is they were scheduling tours and they knew nothing about the prospect or the family or what they were looking for. So they were literally touring the entire community. Right. And it just goes to show how incredibly important that discovery process is exactly. for your time, for their time, before they even walk through through our doors. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people that if you tour me and I'm looking for a senior living, community and you take me to the gym 
for the exercise class or talk about how we have exercise five times a week, I'm out. Like I am, when I am 85, if you make me go to an exercise class or that's what you talk about on the tour, no thank you. Exactly. And again, so there's your key point, honing in on what that lead and prospect is looking for. I think we kind of forget to ask the questions like, what are you looking for in these communities? Um, what are some of the options you're considering? Those are key elements to knowing if they're even going to work within your community. Because I know, you know, I started out in a very small rural area when I was in senior living. That community itself was 65 units, very rural area of Tennessee, did not have anything like a dining. There was one dining room where everything was handled. So all of the activities happened there. So when you don't have some of the amenities that your larger ones do, you sure need to find out what makes you special. And what was great and what we could develop there were the personalities. So we had an amazing activities director, wonderful chef. And, you know, those are what you want to highlight. What I try to tell people in your morning stand up, which I would hope everybody has, you're talking about those tours and who's coming in and what you know about them. If you know that that person is very reclusive and is scared to death to do activities or be around people, are you going to go and hang out around the bingo area and talk to them and say, hey, let's join in on this? No, you know, that is the right. last thing you want to do. So that tour path like you were talking about is imperative. Um, and every tour should look a little different like that. We have um, some amazing dietary departments out there. I had a community I was with uh, recently and they have a dietary manager that would make and bake her own homemade desserts. They had their own packaging with her little cartoon sticker on it. It was amazing, but it was so special and unique to that community and that's what made it great. Their resident ambassadors came out and met everybody and would talk to people. So those are things that you, in a community, especially if you're having a low occupancy, you definitely should be developing your resident ambassador program, involving your staff in those tours. Knowing that when I'm on a tour and I'm walking down that hall, I might have a binder that says tour in progress. I might have a clipboard that says tour in progress. And you wanna get with your teams and make sure they're smiling, introducing themselves on those tours, letting that person know what they will do for them when they're there making that something unique and special that that person's going to walk out of there saying, I felt the love in that community versus the other three communities I toured at today. And you and I both know every community is going to be different. So let's highlight what makes you special and what makes it great for that person. Yeah, I think it's so important. Not only we can talk here in a second about the executive director and why that starting that relationship is so important, but talking to all the team members about when you're doing a tour that little 30 second commercial because at the end of the day those are the individuals that are going to be having those interactions with those residents and to be able to start that relationship and they know you know okay Sally over here, she's a resident assistant. She was really warm and greeted me and said, you know, I can't wait to spend time with you. I think that is a lot more reassuring for prospects than a sales director touring them around and showing them things. Absolutely. Yeah. I, and, and I see that as well. And like I said, there should always be, I think we all kind of missed that opportunity to make that person feel everything about this tour. That person is your number one priority at that moment. So to me, 
having them have a walk away, something to take with them, these gifts that everybody tries to, you know, specialize. It doesn't always have to be something with your logo on it. It doesn't have to be the collateral and swags that we give out to referrers. What we need to worry about is what did we learn about that person? What was some interest that they have? I think the best thing that you can offer someone is that little unique personal gift of, of what maybe a, a hobby, a sports team, something they enjoy, but it showed you were listening. And actually, as you and I both know, nine times out of 10, you're gonna ask a lot more detailed questions with that discovery than a lot of other communities do because so many of us have dropped the ball on training, what COVID has done to communities, um, just how all of this has changed in the senior living market. So it's, it's really important just to make that person, like I said, feel special because they are, and they're investing yeah. a lot of time and money into these communities. So mm -hmm. everybody needs to take part in that. And everyone sells. Everyone in your community should be selling. Everyone. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, okay, going back to the executive director, what <clears throat> I have, you know, seen in the past is that the sales director obviously has the first touch. Then you get to the move-in process and maybe they do the move-in admission paperwork and then okay so the resident they're living there now and then when there's a problem or issue or concern that arises if they don't meet other team members or they don't meet that executive director they're coming back to the sales director and then that takes away the sales director from doing their main job of of selling and going out and touching those, you know, new prospects. And right. what do you think are, what are some tips or takeaways of how to avoid that? Right. Um, I think like we said, key from day one, you know, you're doing discovery, you're getting the information on the phone, you're letting them know when they arrive, who they're asking for, you're setting everything up to make this tour as special as it can be. Um, the biggest thing during that stand-up, prior to that tour, you're walking your building, making sure it's clean and everything looks great. You're talking to your ED and discussing a good time with that executive director for him to, him or her to come and meet your lead and prospect. They need to hear from that person how the community is organized and run and who is doing it. Because a name and a business card that you can hand them just, again, doesn't set you aside from anybody different to let that executive director have that few minutes to come in and let them know, this is what I do for you. This is how I handle things. I had an amazing executive director at the last community and he would literally come in and say, they are here to take care of the residents. I'm here to take care of you. And like, to me, that went such a long way because it let them know, here's the guy that's gonna handle things. And he would hand them that personal business card with his cell on it and tell them, text me at three in the morning. I believe it or not, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get back to you, but I am going to acknowledge that that call came in and he did. So it's just going that extra mile and the residents loved it. You know, they mm -hmm. may not see them out and about all the time, but they know that they were taking part in what's happening in that community and having those resident ambassador led meetings where those ambassadors are able to speak and the residents can come speak to your ED. Those are so important to have those monthly and let your residents develop that relationship with your executive director. I agree. Okay, so some takeaways here. You've talked about knowing kind of 
the niche of your community and what sets your community apart. Talked about discovery so you can customize the tour pass so you're not spending four hours touring, <laughs> wasting everybody's time and overwhelming yes. people. <laughs> I think a really, a really great point here, of course, having the ED involved communicating during stand up. I love that example that you gave of, of that executive director, just kind of hearing that actually warmed my heart and yeah, reassured yeah. me. I'm like, okay, there's some people out there who are, who are, who are they're doing it right. But um, getting your residents involved, I think that's a huge takeaway, that resident ambassador program, because we know that just like friend and family referrals, those are the best referrals. There's nothing better than that that peer group of reassuring right. somebody that hey it's it's going to be okay i went through this here i am i'm also here to support you and i i think we miss that mark a lot of the times with that resident ambassador right. program especially for tours agreed yeah and you know finalizing you always want to make sure when you are ending these tours you know i'm always bringing them back to discovery we're finalizing seeing if there's any questions when you have them in that apartment, here's your the best opportunity. Do you see yourself living in there? Do you, where do you see your couch? Where do you see your art pieces going? Where do you want to hang that picture of your family? But it's just developing that personal tour to make them feel like they are number one. And they should be. That should be the only thing you are focused on during that tour. It shouldn't be worried about what housekeeping has not done or done. It's focusing on what attributes you have to offer them. And then finally, you know, once your ED comes and, and you know, talks to them and makes their um, final uh, conversation and hands them off to back to you, you always want to get that agreed upon next step. Can I follow up? Can we do a call? What day works for you? Is it morning or afternoon better? But make sure when you're leaving that you guys have something set up because the biggest thing that you'll see is we were like, oh, gosh, that tour is gone and I never decided what we need to do next. Are they still touring somewhere else? So it's just like making sure you have those discovery pieces in order. And then please walk them out. Don't just walk them to the, your discovery door and say goodbye. Walk them out to the yeah. parking lot. You know, make it personal. And make sure you have that takeaway that's going to wow them. So when they finish touring five or six communities, that person did the best. That guy, that team was great. They gave me this. Can you imagine? I mean, we had a lady that came in from Arizona that loved to crochet. Um, and all I did was spend 30 minutes at a Hobby Lobby putting together some crocheting basket with some of her uh, kits in it. And I can tell you, I've never seen a woman get so excited. But she had tears in her eyes leaving because she said they listened. So, yeah, remember, yeah. listen. It's not what you're <laughs> giving them. It's it's really how you're making them feel because you were thoughtful. Right. Yeah. Right. I thank you uh, for talking a little bit about that follow-up because one of my biggest pet peeves when I'm shadowing a tour is watching the sales director say, all right, bye, talk to you soon. And wait right. and off they go. I'm like, wait, what's next? The, the story's not over. <laughs> <laughs> Got to continue the dance. Always get that yeah. agreed upon next step. That is right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dawn, so much thank you, for all of the tips. And yeah. I know you'll be joining me again soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye.